Hello and welcome to Things I Used to Lie About the Podcast. I am your host, Kate Peterman. Uh, Hey, how you doing? How was your week? Sounds about right. Just a quick little announcement. If you hear any scratching or um, thumping in the background, that is my cat, Peter. He is going insane. I understand that I say this on most episodes, the truth is, is that it happens every episode. It also happens when I talk on the phone, so I wonder if my voice is maybe a stimulus for him to go crazy. I don't know, but he just climbed. I was just recording. This is the second, well, third time I'm trying to record this episode, and he climbed the, the blinds and walked down the door and then just scratched me right in the neck. He just got me in the neck. He's going crazy. I don't understand why. I think it's just tux cats, man. They're crazy. They're wild. My sister has a cat. Well, eh, no one cares. Uh, my sister's roommate has a cat that's also a tux, and he's also crazy. So I think it's just tux cats, man. Anyway, how are you all doing? Uh, hope you're having a fun week. It's Wednesday. So... Another quick announcement. I just wanted to thank everyone uh, who joined my Patreon. It was I really appreciate it. It's very kind of you to do. Um, I hope you're liking the newsletters. And uh, I'm going to step it up this year with fun perks. Uh, most recently, well, I mean, it's not even recent. It's current. The current one is I just finished the book Dear Girls by Ali Wong, uh, who's one of my favorite, if not my favorite stand-up. I think John Mulaney's my favorite, but I also really love Ali Wong. Um, anyway, I just finished her book, Dear Girls, Intimate Tales, Untold Secrets, and Advice for Living Your Best Life. It is so good. It's so funny, and it's such a quick and fun read that I thought, what better way to celebrate it than to um, send it along to one of my patrons so one lucky patron will be getting dear girls by ali wong uh that'll be sent out this week so i hope you enjoy it and uh yeah so if you want i think i'm gonna keep doing that that's gonna be a fun thing i will be reading a. I would like to read a book a month that would be cool um but i think moving forward after <clears throat> Almost, maybe almost every book I I read, or if there are, like, fun books that I talk about on this podcast, I think when I'm done with them, um, it, I will send them to a patron, a patron who's been with me, and uh, just a fun little perk, a fun little giveaway, fun gift. So that's fun, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited for this person to get it, and I'm excited to hear what they think about it wonderful another fun announcement that I can't fully make um but it is happening um it involves me and my friend Garrick and an apartment but we're not we're not moving in <laughs> staying in my and a project and my friend and your friend Stephen Cantor so that's it. I can't, I mean, I gave it away. If you can't connect the dots, then just hold tight 
and get ready for the announcement. But he'll be on an episode uh, in the next coming weeks to talk about this exciting thing that we have coming up. Uh, so stay tuned for that as well. I'm so excited about that. Like, so, so excited. Uh, yeah, it's been a while, and I'm, I'm just really happy about that. Okay, I can't talk about it anymore. I'm going to give it away. Come on, Kate. All right. Moving right along. I watched the uh, Democratic debate last night, and which, you know what, I... I really enjoyed it. I really did. I like, in terms of policies, uh, most of the people that were on that stage. And, I mean, my my personal favorites are um, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. I lean more towards, I would just, in the interest of full disclosure, I lean more towards Bernie simply because... Um, He's been in in the streets, put as many where his mouth is type of guy for his whole career. And it's I, I was like for just a, such a long time he's been he has the receipts, you know, he's been practicing what he preaches and what he believes in. And I think as far as politicians go, that means a lot to me because I don't think I think he believes in what he's saying. And I don't think that the other people don't. But it's easier for me to believe this man who I've never met and don't have a relationship with when I see that his his track record adds up. I also really love uh, Senator Warren, and I think she would be phenomenal. I believe her, even though I don't know her. I just still believe her, which might be... It's not an informed, totally informed decision, but I, I do. I do. I, I trust her. I get a good feeling from her and I I like what she's saying and I I just feel like she's not full of shit, which I really appreciate. Um not I gotta be honest, really not a fan of Buddha Buddha Jed I'm not a fan of him. He's such a politician. I'm just like, dude. It's so crazy. I just don't but I mean whatever. Whatever. I wouldn't be happy for anyone on that stage, really, but my top two faves, and I think that's pretty, um, pretty, not unanimous, but I think a lot of people feel that way. Anyway, it's, uh, yeah, Warren and, and Bernie, those are my, those are my people. Um, but then this morning, it was really sad, this morning, Oh, I, I know, I I guess I could address this real quick. I know that there was something that came out yesterday before the debate about Bernie saying that um, he didn't think that a woman could be elected president. Uh, I I think it got, I think if he did say it, which he's denying, but I think if he did say it, it's more of a... Um, understanding where people are now and their inability to vote for a woman versus her ability to do the job. Uh, But I don't know. I don't know what he meant. You know, I don't want to, that's, that's how I, how I um, read it. And I think, I don't know. See, this is what I don't like about, about politics is that like, 
God, it's just everything out there and everything could be twisted. And I also want to like believe Senator Warren. And she's also like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. But it's like, ah, I don't know. I mean, everyone wants to be, they want to win. They want to be the president. And I think that's awesome. But it's, it is, that's what I, makes me really, it, it just makes me sad. Like listening, listening to, uh, to all of that. But hey, that's a uh, part of the game, I guess. Anyway, um, I then saw this morning, and I wish that someone on her like PR team or something would have, listen, I'm talking about stuff I really don't know that much about. I don't know how that information got out about what Bernie said, but then this morning, there was a, a hashtag, um, and it was trending at number one, that was just it, hashtag never Warren, which is so <laughs> wild. And so fucking upsetting. And I do think it's a response to what was talked about yesterday, which is so disheartening and really feels like a hopeless situation in terms of where the majority of people in this country stand on a woman's ability to lead. Again, I'm for Bernie. But I'm also for Warren. I'm for, I love them both. Bernie Moore, Warren. I also love very I love them both. Let me say it eight more times just to make sure people understand. But, like, man, that really sucked. It just, it's so, it's so frustrating that you could have such a, a good career and make, and do such a good job in the debate and then have a hashtag the next morning that says, Never Warren. There were so, there were other people on that stage who deserved a never them hashtag far more than Elizabeth Warren. And it's just, it sucks. It's so, it's just crazy. It's so much harder for, for women. It just is. I know like also people were talking about the Oscars this year, um, and how, you know, there's no female directors. I actually hate saying female, but there are no um, people who identify as as women uh, directors nominated for an Oscar. And just, all, like, across the board, there's a big... Um, I don't... Uh, okay, so I don't think that the Oscars are, are a reflection... I, I think that the Oscars are a reflection of the... Um, inequality and opportunities and even when a woman like what I've been noticing um in this business particularly is that even when a woman or a person of color gets an opportunity to make something that a white man um has made or or they get the same opportunity as a white man right um the story they tell is still so heavily influenced and altered by the people in power, the people who are giving funding to this project or whatever. And it's really sad because the opportunity, it's not even, it's not only about opportunities. It's not just about getting in the door. It's then every day you have to prove that you know what you're talking about. And a lot of times people who are giving the money to these projects are more comfortable with um, with people having to be a spokesperson for whatever they 
underrepresented uh, people they they stand for, right? So, like, even Greta Gerwig, in a way, like, she directed, you know, Lady Bird and Little Women. Um, I'm sure she has other stories in her that she wants to do and direct, but maybe these are the only ones who got funding. I don't know. But also, like, I know so many people at the ground floor of all of this who are just being who are having to fight to the nail just to tell a story because it's it's like people aren't the higher ups like aren't trusting they don't have faith they don't have faith in in the ability for people who don't look like them to tell a story and still have it be received which is so also hopeless it all just feels so hopeless sometimes and and then back to 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 the debate and then the the hashtag this morning with senator warren it's just like god damn (laughs) it's so it really can feel hopeless and i could complain about it for hours i could talk about it and there are we have (laughs) no shortage of stories of there are no shortage of stories of injustice in this climate in this system in this country there's just no shortage of it um and I know it's it can sound evil but I do think the truth is, is that money is power even uh what's his face the guy fuck what's his name fuck hold on democratic dang it the one who bought his way into it who i also what's his name what the hell is his name was his warren michael bloomberg book democratic nominees hold on nominees where is this dude uh tom steyer um i still i like him but he did for sure like buy his way um, into the elect election or whatever. The truth is, and and other people had to drop out because their campaign, like they didn't have the money, you know. And so the truth is that money is power, especially in this country. And I think I've said this before a lot, but women are taught, like growing up, men are taught how, and women are taught who. So like men are taught how to invest. Um, and how to save and how to make money. And women are taught how to hate their bodies, quite honestly. Um, and who to go to, to, to help them. Like we're sort of taught to be helpless, which can feel hopeless. Um, so I was, you know, writing out the, it's funny, even as I was like writing this out, the, the, um, you know, preparing this episode for today, my neighbor, not my upstairs neighbor, a different neighbor, the one across the hall. Someone moved into that apartment after the man died. I think I told you about that on this podcast. Anyway, the guy who moved in across the hall ordered food. And when he got it delivered, I heard him say like multiple times, he's a white guy. I'm pretty sure he's from the South. Anyway, he was like, thanks brother. And like just said brother a bunch to the guy who delivered it. And I was like, God damn it. There's a fucking brotherhood just amongst men. It's always been, and ever since I was really little, I've wanted to join this or just be included, or I just knew that it was wrong that we weren't included. And I think that also that extends beyond just, just women. I think it's also a class issue. So like, 
I think that poor and working class people, when I'm, I'm from a working class family, uh, are also not really taught, because we don't always have the ability to, we're taught to save our money and not to invest our money um, because there's more desperation there. You know, like we don't, when we have an extra couple hundred dollars, we're taught to put it aside and save it and let that build up. We're never taught how to invest it, which I don't think is a coincidence. Um, and I think that people, I've known people <clears throat> who are raised with money just know how to invest. It's just like it was, it's something as simple as like brushing your teeth. Like you just know, you understand that to get more money, you, you have to put money in and invest and pay attention to all of this stuff. And to me, investing always felt like something that was reserved for a different class of people. That's how it felt. And I don't think I've, I, I would ever say that out loud thinking like, oh, I don't deserve to invest. But there, I mean, I didn't even have a passport for a really long time. I was like, I'm not fucking paying for a passport. I can't afford to leave the country. So I still don't have a passport, but that's due to laziness. Um, anyway, so I thought about it. And though I could complain for a very long time about the inequality and injustice of it all, I think what would be uh, a better use of my time um, is that I want to learn how to invest. And I have this platform, and you all are listening, all five billion of you. But <laughs> there's, I think there's like five of you who listen to this. I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, there's like six. So I want to learn how to invest. So I think that I'm going to add a new... Uh, segment or just a segment to this podcast and it's going to be about investing and each week I'm going to learn something new Uh, I'm going to do my research and that's what I'll be doing like during the week learning how to invest and then I'm going to share everything I learn with all of you Uh, and then I'm going to take my actual money and and buy some stocks and report back each week about how it's doing and I would love um, for it to be an open conversation. I, I, when I tell you all the things that I've learned and what I'm noticing in the stocks, <laughs> it sounds so cool. It sounds like I'm playing a part, but I'm really excited to learn this. Um, and, and when I report back, I would love to hear, I, I think it should be a conversation that uh, women and and people who are from working class or poorer families can can talk about or should be talking about this should be this should be our conversation too so uh, I would love to hear your thoughts and maybe if you think I made a bad investment hit me up Uh, you could dm me on instagram at kate peterman or you could email uh things I used to lie about at gmail and sorry my nose is so stuffed up oh god it's bad okay Um, anyway, (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited. And I think that, you know, if we, if we focus on this every week, I think by this time next year, we might have a whole new skill. Uh, and I think that's important. Um, I don't think money necessarily can buy happiness, but I definitely think it could get you into rooms and into different spaces. And, uh, I 
I do think it reduces a certain amount of stress. I've, I've been on both sides. I've been having, you know, I've been on the side of having like steady money coming in and uh, been on the side of <laughs> just like sitting and waiting <laughs> to just get hungry again, I guess. Uh, so I think this is good. I think it's important that we take control of our money and yeah, and not just like, put it aside and let it sit in a, in a savings account because that's fine, but that's still our money. Why not make more off of what we learn? So that's going to be a fun segment and I'm really excited about that. I hope you all are too. Um, and so I'm excited to report back about that, uh, for like, I could, I could honestly scream about that never Warren hashtag and the boys club that is the world, uh, but if they're not going to give us a piece of the pie, we should just make a better one. So I am psyched to do that and uh, for us to all go on that little journey together. Okay, I've said the same thing five times. We can move forward. <clears throat> um, I wanted to... So Okay, okay. I read... Change of subject. That's, that's the gears changing, and I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, so I got this book by um, Mr. Rogers, Fred... Freda Faye Rogers, After Seeing a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. And I wanted to share this quick excerpt. <clears throat> it's called The World According to Mr. Rogers, Important Things to Remember by Fred Rogers. Okay. Uh, and here's this little excerpt. A high school student wrote to ask, what was the greatest event in American history? I can't say. However, I suspect that like so many great events... It was something very simple and very quiet with little or no fanfare, such as someone forgiving someone else for a deep hurt that eventually changed the course of history. The really important great things are never center stage of life's dramas. They're always in the wings. That's why it's so essential for us to be mindful of the humble and deep rather than the flashy and superficial. And I just loved reading that. And I think it's such a good... I just think it's such a good thing to remember. And I, you know, we live in this time of instant gratification. And I am really curious to see how future generations will find, like what they'll find about the effects of how we're living our lives right now. And like how this trend affects both our mental health and honestly our attention spans. Um, so I thought it would be nice to talk... And I'm, I, it's so funny. I'm like, I, I feel like I'm such a, a part of this trend, you know? I like posting a picture and getting immediate attention for it and whatnot. And I, um, I talked about this in my newsletter on my Patreon page about um, there's like a, a global standard now with like social media and everything. There's a global standard or or we're we're creating global standards for like what is cool or what is good or what is right or what is wrong um but mainly cool there's like you know cafes in germany that are are trying to that they're modeling their cafes to look like cafes in brooklyn because that's what is on the internet like globally recognized as cool um and so we're losing so much of our uniqueness and what makes us individual and in an attempt to to 
almost succeed, which is crazy. Um, because there is, you know, no doubt about it. There is a way for people to make good money on Instagram and on being so, you know, a, having a lot of followers and being a favorite of something and, and people don't necessarily always take too kindly to something that's different. Um, but I also think they do. I even think, uh, well, I don't know. <clears throat> so we're in, um, we're in a, in a weird time. And I think it's so important to hold on to our, um, what we think is important and what we think is good and cool because there is, that's the thing is that I think that with this global standard, it makes us feel like there is a right and wrong answer when there's just a what's right and wrong for you, like what works for you. Um, so it's funny because I like, I'm going to share a quick little story of like appreciation um, that, that was like a very little task or like a very little thing. Uh, but in my, in my head, I'm sort of like, this is lame. Like who the fuck cares? But fuck it. It meant something to me. So I'm just going to share it. Uh, and I know I've brought up, I think like the, it's the little things that make life beautiful. And I know I, I've brought up the play Our Town before. And I think that this excerpt from the Mr. Rogers book, um, is pretty similar to the lessons, uh, of that play. So <clears throat> I wanted to share something kind and little here. So a few weeks ago, I was at a very crowded bar with some friends and I'm not drinking. I haven't been drinking since Thanksgiving. So this was after Thanksgiving. Uh, and so I, I you know, I was, th- I, I wanted to still hang out with people and go out with people, but it, you know, it's not always fun to be at a bar, but anyway, uh, I was really, really thirsty and it was a super crowded bar. So I waited in a long line just to ask for a glass of water. And then the bartender was like, it's over there. Cause you know, bartender, I get it. They're working for tips. I'm not mad at it. They're like, don't bother me with something that's free. It takes time away from me getting a drink for someone, which takes time, like cuts into my pocket. I get it. Um, so I went over to where like the water jug is, um, and it was empty and the glasses were gone. And I was like, motherfucker. Uh, and I, I didn't want to get back in line. And then I didn't, I, I, in my head, I was like, oh man, they're going to be so mad. And I was just like, honestly, fuck it. Maybe I'm not that thirsty. So I go back to my group of friends and I was, they were like, you know, one of my friends was like, where's your water? And I told her, and I didn't really think anything of it. I was just like, I guess I'll just be kind of thirsty and maybe I'll go home early. And then the next thing I knew, I didn't even see my friend leave, but she comes back with a glass of water for me. And it was something that I was just going to be like, eh, I'll just deal with it. And I thought it was so sweet that she just was like, oh, without telling me, um, without saying you should go back or anything like that, she was just like, oh, my friend's thirsty. And feels like she can't get a glass of water, so I'm going to go get it for her. And I thought it was one of the sweetest things. And I was so genuinely touched. I almost <laughs> I almost cried. And she was like, it's really not a big deal. I'm like, but it is a big deal. I felt like, I felt so appreciated. And like, like not appreciated. I felt so cared for. You know, like some things, some little things like that. Something as simple as getting a glass of water can feel very like, I don't know if you can't get it. It's not a big deal. I know it's not a big deal, but you're sort of like, damn, I'm in a place where they just don't care if people are thirsty, like genuinely thirsty and it feels icky, you know? And 
Then my friend just went and got me a glass of water. I was like, she just didn't want me to be thirsty. It was so kind. And it really did make my day so much better. And I was just like, I felt closer to her as a friend. And I just really appreciated it. And I wanted to share it because it's something that would otherwise be pretty forgotten. And I think telling that story, like people might find it boring or so simple that it's not worth mentioning, but it is. It's attention and appreciation for the little goods, you know, that we might otherwise take for granted each day. But if we focus on those, it can really give us the gratitude necessary to fight another day, you know, to, to stand up and be a, be a good person and try your best, um, just little, little things like that, that we're often taught to not even taught, but just habitually overlook, uh, cause they're not grand. And even like, that's what I was saying before. I was like nervous about necessarily sharing this story or even this episode in general. I'm like, do I have enough like attention grabbing things in this episode? And then I'm like, well, <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I, I, yes, that's important for like good, a good episode of the bachelor or something, but I think that everything has its own level of importance. And I even thinking about my friend getting me a glass of water makes me feel good now. And it's <laughs> weeks later and I have a glass of water, but, uh, yeah. So I just wanted to, you know, say this as a reminder to myself and anyone who might find it worthwhile to remember that, uh, focus on the little, the little blessings and the little goods in, in your day or in the moment could sometimes make hopeless, uh, situations like hashtag never Warren and just overall inequality and stuff. Sometimes it could just give us a little bit of hope in an otherwise hopeless situation, which I think is really important and almost vital to, um, to our overall well-being. So I hope you all go forward this week and uh, give yourself a break and give yourself time to appreciate a little, a little moment and get ready for next week when I have some fun, interesting uh, facts and lessons about investing for the first time. Um, I'm not investing yet. I'm just going to, I'm going to Google, I guess I should look up Warren Buffett or some shit. I don't know. Uh, but also let's, let's, women are very intuitive and I don't know enough women who, who play the stock market. I don't know enough. I'm not saying there isn't enough. I'm just saying, I don't know enough. It's not part of what I talk about, but I feel like we'd be the best ones, right? Fuck it. Okay. We know trends. We get it. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. And I hope you have a great day and a beautiful week. And uh, that's it. Thanks. Bye.